From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, April 26th. I'm Sarah Wright. The Board of Supervisors voted last week to require payment of cannabis taxes to renew permits and ask the Executive Office to come back at a future meeting with more numbers about what it would mean to lower the tax rate. In 2016, voters passed Measure AI, an ordinance stating that growers are liable for a 2.5% tax on their gross receipts, which amounts to a yearly minimum of $1,200 to $5,000, depending on the size of the grow. With the price plummeting, the cannabis business sector across the state has been clamoring for tax relief. Supervisor Ted Williams argued for a reduction. It almost doesn't matter if, you know, theoretically, you know, the the arithmetic of however many cultivators we have times about $5,000, what that would generate for us if we put them out of business. County staff estimates that currently $6.8 million in cannabis tax revenue has been uncollected. But between calendars not aligning, a software system that requires an expensive update, and a few missing pieces in the procedure for collecting, hard numbers are hard to come by. Supervisor John Haschek summarized the knowledge gaps. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out the implication to our budget if we do this. And we have so many unknowns that it's really hard to say exactly what's going to happen with it. And then if we require tax compliance, I guess at this point we don't know exactly how many people we would you know, make pay who, who aren't paying right now. Williams asked acting treasurer tax collector Julie Forrester to flesh out the situation. How many of our cannabis permittees are um, actively paying tax? Or how many are, what what portion are compliant today? I think at this moment you're asking me how many people are in the program are delinquent. Yes. We have 551 uh, cultivation permits that are unreported. We have 97 flat tax that are unreported, and we have eight dispensaries, and that's for the calendar year 2021. What proportion do you think that is of the total? Uh, I believe there's 1,100 uh, permits, uh, 11 to 1,200 permits. So about half are delinquent. Yes. Forrester said operators will have another tax bill at the end of May in what's called a true-up. Which amounts to a little over $3 million in a true-up. In my understanding, historically, we've collected half of that true. We have can, that, and then the, the flat tax as well. We have about $185,000 in the flat tax that's unpaid. Can you talk about what happens when um, a true-up is not paid? Uh, there hasn't been any further delinquent collections of uh, defaulted cannabis taxes to date. There's been so many changes in the program. There's There's been no actual pursuit so far of the defaulted. Forrester told the board that collecting the cannabis tax would not be easy, cheap, or fast. Some of these would need an audit involved for us to be able to estimate what taxes were due. Um, And then we could um, record a lien and submit through other collection processes. Uh, We just, again, haven't gone that far. Um, I I have a question if you would be referring to a 50% reduction of the tax rate or if you're speaking to a credit against the tax due because it would make a difference to our software. We'll have to request a change to the Aumentum property tax system and I would expect that to be quite a complicated program and with a hefty cost and not a quick turnaround. But idiosyncratic software is not the only obstacle. Forrester requested more board direction for her department, which she calls the TTC. Um, We had asked for some, and I had recently asked 
Council Curtis, for some clarification on the ordinance. Um, I see that it says the TTC is allowed to increase the tax. It says that the TCC can assess penalties and interest, but it doesn't speak to if we have the authority to waive penalties and interest. I guess I needed some clarification there in the definition of assess because uh, defaulted operators would come forward and would probably have a reason to request a waiver of penalties and interest. And I would want to know that the board has delegated that authority to the tax collector. And I don't I don't think it's clear in the ordinance. County Council Christian Curtis explained that since the cannabis tax was a voters initiative, the board can tinker with it to a degree. As long as you're keeping the same basic structure, you're allowed to go lower. Um, you can't go above the maximum that the voters approved. And then if you change the tax structure, so you're no longer going based on gross receipts, you know, if you were to go excise, you know, per pound or something else, you may, you may have to go back to the voters. But for reduction, no, you're fine. Monique Ramirez of Covalo thinks it's time for the voters to revisit the tax. I just think that it makes sense to base it on what you've actually sold, and that's the percentage that you pay. And, you know, just to give you an, a glimpse of what it's like for me as a specialty cottage operator, I have only sold six pounds of flour in the market so far um, for my 2021 harvest. And I am living off my savings and thank God we, you know, have chickens and I'm trying to be frugal here and there. Michael Katz, the executive director of the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance, supports a reduction before agreeing that paying taxes should be a condition of permit renewal. Does MCA support requiring tax compliance? In other words, in order to get your permit renewed, you have to pay your taxes? I think that MCA would support this reduction in taxes for 2021 through 2023. And with that reduction, uh, I think we would be willing to discuss that we should be figuring out how to keep people in this program and not find them out of it or structurally, you know, uh, policy them out of it or uh, overlay them out of it. Let more people in. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.